Know a lot about golf. And as the man said, it is us, those weekend golf guys, back again. Uh, a brand new year. Hopefully, golf will be as strong this year as it was last year, but be there for better reasons this year than last year. We would like it if we didn't really care about the reason that it was good. We just want it to be good. I want all my players to come to the golf course and work <laughs> on their game and get better and just love it, right? Okay, but uh, if you say so, it'd be I nice just, if we could do other stuff. I just hope that the year gets better in general principles. That was Jeff Smith. Uh, he is live at the Golf Cave, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. I am John Ashton. We also want to welcome in Eric Childs. Eric, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Good. How are you guys? We can't complain. Thanks for hanging out with us here a little bit. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Eric, <laughs> hopefully, Eric is a, is, is a golf professional uh, teacher buddy of mine, and uh-huh. he is in, uh, in Minnesota where. It is really disgustingly cold up there, and we complain yeah. a lot about our weather, John, but he actually has a right to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, speaking of golf, however, I, I want to just mention something. You know, it's, it's football playoff time, and last weekend was mecca for a lot of guys who are football fans. Three games, both on Saturday and Sunday. And I was watching the games, and on NBC, I saw Joe Namath pop up. And I went, oh, no, don't tell me it's another Medicare commercial, Joe. Go away. But they say they pop up from the grave this time. They did a great opening about how all of the football players are on the golf course, except the guys who are playing in the playoffs now. (laughs) And and starting tomorrow, (laughs) one of the teams is going to be on the first tee with him. (laughs) And it was just a beautiful thing, man. It was just it was great. Funny, actually. It was very funny. It was very funny. And, you know, Joe, for an old dude, has got a pretty nifty swing, you know? He didn't look too shabby out there. Well, you know, what else has he got to do besides talk insurance and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, play golf? That's it. You know, get your Medicare supplements and come out and play golf with me. That's it. It was it was just nice <laughs> to see him uh, and, and just, again, just equating the game of golf with, with other athletic pursuits. Because so many people say, athletes, man. Golfers ain't athletes, man. So, you know, which, which yeah. some of us can prove yeah. on a regular basis. <laughs> but, uh, we're we're going to be talking about uh, cold and warm and golf and things like that. So why don't you join us? And this week it's all sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We're coming right back. Don't go away. Can't get enough John Ashton? And really, which of us can? Hi, this is Neil Michaels, co-host of John's other podcast, The Approach Shot. On The Approach Shot, we hear hilarious golf stories from celebrities and semi-celebrities. This week's guest is tennis great James Blake, who stops by to talk golf, tennis, and overcoming some pretty steep obstacles. Then comedian Bill Benden drops by to share a few more laughs. So download an episode or two and have a listen to The Approach Shot and get you some more John. 
There's a group of guys I play golf with regularly. I got to tell you, the first thing we do in the first tee, we fire up a good cigar. Because there is nothing that goes better with golf than a good hand-rolled cigar. And that's just the first one. And we all use Cigars International. We found them. Have you seen them yet? Have you used them? They've got all the right choices for a round of 18 and all the right gizmos and gadgets that make it as easy as possible. They've got windproof torches. They have crush-proof travel cases. And they get those clips that attach to the golf cart. And they have great cigar deals from their daily deals to weekly specials to the Cigar of the Month Club. And if you don't know what you want, get one of their sampler packs. And right now, Cigars International is offering our listeners 10% off plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off your order plus free shipping to take advantage of these incredible savings. Just go to CigarsInternational.com and use the promo code GOLFGUYS when you're ready to check out. That website is Cigars with an S International.com and use promo code GOLFGUYS. 10% off plus free shipping, CigarsInternational.com. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 844-606-8411. That's 844-606-8411. Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back. This is Those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. Jeff Smith and uh, his buddy Eric Childs, they're both golf teaching professionals. And I'm sure you both are kind of, you know, like probably sticklers for rules and stuff like that, aren't you? No. Yeah, I'm not either. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We want people to get better and argue with the governing body of rules a lot. Then you'll probably agree with me because I got ticked off last weekend. You, You aware of the situation? With um, oh, I forget which which guy it was in the uh, in the tournament last weekend. But after the first round, he was a leader. After the first round, and when I started the conversation, I knew his name. It'll come to me. But in the scoring tent, a rules official came to him and said, "We may have a problem on hole number nine. You know, I was watching the uh, the the Alabama Ohio State football game on Monday night, and I saw a couple of holding calls that the refs missed." Can we call them now and get those penalties assessed? No, we can't. <laughs> but why? Why can they do that in golf? If you see it when it happens, you know, fine. If if it happens and you miss it, you're bad, too bad. Don't be looking at the videotapes going, oh, wait a minute. Something happened there. I mean, they did talk it out and realize that it was not a penalty situation, but it could have been. But the fact, the thing that they do it after the fact ticks me off big time. Well, look, I get the fact that we're trying to do things by the rules all the time. I don't know of another sport that's not trying to get away with something. Like, let's just look at the NBA for a second. (laughs) Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that there's ever going to be any other definition of traveling other than somebody just running down the court full length without ever taking a dribble. Yeah, you're going to have to tuck the ball under your arm. (laughs) Right, but they're always trying to get get by the rules. But in golf, we're not. It's like a culture as, as golfers. We know we've got this code of we are trying to be 
honorable all the time about mm. this. Yeah. And there's, it's, you know, we, you've heard it. We've talked about it this way on the radio a long time. Th- this is the sport that we call penalties on ourselves. And we, we feel shamed by others. If we do something, don't call the penalty on ourselves and they call it on us. So now there's this gotcha guy, rules official and a cameraman, mm-hmm. right? And like, Oh brother, this is the world we live in. It's ridiculous because of because of what we consider ourselves to be as as golf is a game of honor and virtue. That's just kind of how it is. But the other sports are not like that. No, not all. You're saying they're not they're not games of honor and virtue. Well, look at soccer and basketball. <laughs> how many flops can happen in those I mean, come on. Think about that. I don't know how many flops are are going on in every game, but I'd I'd really like to make a wager between any random soccer game. And any random NBA game, and see how many flops per game would happen. <laughs> I'd like to know which is, which would be more. <laughs> do, you, do you remember back when Tiger's back was killing him, and he was trying to play, and people were accusing him of that? Yeah. He'd hit a bad shot, and he'd grab his back, and they go, "Oh, he's faking because it was a bad shot." You know. <laughs> Maybe it's just because golf is so slow that you get to be able to see the the mistakes people make. There's basketball, soccer, and and Eric, you play hockey. You know they, they've got to do something with the puck for for. I mean, on TV it's fine, but I've been to some live hockey games, man, and it's like, uh, where is it? You know, because it yeah. moves so fast. That's a fast oh, yeah, game. That's the, yeah. we, we love it up here. That's that's the one thing I don't watch a lot of sports on TV, but uh, uh, we do watch hockey up here, uh-huh. and I cannot get myself to watch soccer because I'm used to hockey players, you know, taking yeah. an elbow to the face, losing a tooth, going over to the bench, pulling it out, <laughs> and then going back for their shit. Versus in soccer, I see a guy get his cleat tweaked, and he goes down like he just broke his femur for two minutes. That's disgusting. I can't watch that. I can't do it. Well, hockey is just soccer on ice anyhow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's true. It's, mm. I just think it's a lot think, faster and more fun more like to rugby. watch. I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm just amazed. You know, here we are talking about golf and everybody goes, Oh, we gotta, we gotta make this golf ball not go so far. Really? How about not making the puck go so fast? Yeah. How about making the football be, be, well, less, in, I was going to say less inflated, but you know, they've already done that. <laughs> they tried that um, one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Eric, that's a little personal dig, John. John came from the Boston area. Nice. So, and, uh-huh. And so us us Indiana folk like to point that out all the time. Yeah. Sorry. Gotcha. No problem. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and maybe the baseball needs to be a little softer so it won't be so springy and fly out of the, you know, come on. We can't just go doing that. Yeah, go, go back to uh, just winding it with string and covering it with horse hide or whatever it is, like it used to be yeah. back in the old days. Pull a few featheries out and let's start playing with those. <laughs> huh? <laughs> When you were playing, when you were in your 20s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so? <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> Eric, when you were a kid, were you, uh, were you a golfer as a kid? How did you get to become uh, a PGA golf professional? How'd that happen? Wow, that's a good question. And there's, uh, I have a couple different answers. The first one is I started playing and, yeah, and copying my dad in the backyard. And my dad was a lefty. 
and he cut down a right-handed club for me and he gave it to me and I flipped it upside down and was hitting it lefty. <laughs> so, you know, my dad was like, Oh, look at my little three-year-old. It's great. So he cut down some clubs and, and had me playing when I was three, four, five. Then later by the age of eight, nine and 10, you know, back then you had to be 10 or older just to play golf in Minneapolis on public golf courses. So I got shooed off and thrown off every public golf course when I was eight or nine. And I remember being so pissed off. I was like, if I ever get older, I'm going to be a golf pro and I will never kick a kid off the golf course if he knows what he's doing and knows how to behave. So that is truly when I was like seven, eight, nine, I knew I wanted to be a golf pro so I could stop that. And that is a true story. Uh, and it's kind of the, the reason that I work at a public course now. I don't, I mean, I just want everybody to be able to play. And, and mm. it, so that was where it started. Second thing was I played uh, junior college golf. I was getting good, but I wasn't good enough to play Division One or, or two. But I made it to the National uh, Championship Junior College Tournament down in Midland, Texas. And in my practice round, I shot 72, 73. And then uh, in the tournament, uh, I hit my first ball straight OB. And I looked at, uh, was it Steve Loy, who is now, he was Mickelson's coach down at ASU. And I turned and I kind of looked at him and I gave him a wink, like, because my coach said, don't let those guys see you sweat. And then I teed another ball up, snap hooked it in the water, and made a triple. And then I shot 99 in the first round. Yeah, the second round, I, I made birdie on 17. And I shot 98, I think it was. I broke 100 both times. But I was so humiliated uh, and freaked out, I didn't know what happened. And I was like, I am going to go back home, figure out how this golf swing works, because I am never doing that again. And so that's how I got into the teaching part, is I just wanted to know the mechanics so that I could prevent a collapse like <laughs> I had in my biggest event at that point in my life. So. Those are the two things. One is getting kicked off courses as a little kid. And two is playing like complete garbage in the biggest tournament I'd ever played in at age probably 19 or 20. So is that like your positioning wow. statement now for advertising? You just come take lessons from Eric Childs and, and never shoot 99 again? Pretty much. Well, and the thing is, I let people know, I remember the pain of bad golf like yeah. it was yesterday. Yeah. And, and it sucks. And anytime I can help somebody get better and not feel that. I mean, down the road, it gets really weird. Is I what I learned is it wasn't my golf swing. It was actually I was having performance anxiety attacks, <laughs> and I never knew what what anxiety was and how to to control all that. Mm-hmm. So here I was. I didn't have a pre shot routine. I would just look up and see OB stakes, and all of a sudden it would go where I didn't want it to go. And, right. You know, we all know now you have a routine and a, a thought process, and that was a whole nother learning thing that I went through. To, right. to get better with my own game. So. Why don't we uh, take a quick break and then come back and, and delve deeper with both of these uh, very highly regarded golf instructors here on uh, how, to, how to avoid performance anxiety, how to avoid shooting 100. Eventually, for many of us, it's going to get warm enough to play again. We'll be right back. You know, they say golf is the only sport that old guys can still play. I don't know. Brady's 43. Drew Brees is, what, 40, 41? 
They're old guys. They're playing. Who do you think's got it? Go to DraftKings right now, America's top-rated sportsbook app, and open up a new account. And to celebrate this year's football playoffs, here's what DraftKings is doing. They're giving all new players the chance to bet on any of this weekend's professional football games at 100 to one odds. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any football game this weekend. And if your team wins, you cash $100. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code WEEKEND when you sign up to get 100 to one odds on any football game this weekend. That's code WEEKEND for new players to get a shot at $100 on any football action this weekend. It's for a limited time. It's only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lick Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. There are a bunch of things that can negatively affect your performance on the golf course. You know, there's those nagging pains, the shoulder pain, elbow pain, wrist pain, even back pain, that kind of stuff. They're just nagging, and, and they can negatively affect how well you move. But something else is the anxiety, the nervousness, especially, you know, people watching you get a little uptight. Getting uptight is the worst thing for your golf game. So you can lose the first tee jitters, and you can get on the level of performance you deserve. Well-being starts with well-care. You need to use the code WEEKEND for 20% off your first purchase. Visit wellcarebotanicals.com. That's wellcarebotanicals.com. Or you can call 888-211-2011. You've got problems with aches. You've got problems with pains. Or more like me, you've got problems with first T jitters and anxiety. Wellcarebotanicals.com. Use code WEEKEND. Or call 888-211-2011. Can't get enough John Ashton? And really, which of us can? Hi, this is Neil Michaels, co-host of John's other podcast, The Approach Shot. On The Approach Shot, we hear hilarious golf stories from celebrities and semi-celebrities. This week's guest is tennis great James Blake, who stops by to talk golf, tennis, and overcoming some pretty steep obstacles. Then comedian Bill Benden drops by to share a few more laughs. So download an episode or two and have a listen to The Approach Shot and get you some more John. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Golf Cave is in Timberlake Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. And Eric Childs, you're in Minnesota at the moment? Yes, sir. Chaska Town Course, a little west of Minneapolis. Okay. How many inches of snow is covering your course currently? Oh, uh, you know, it's been a really easy winter. Uh, we only have about a foot right <laughs> Just now. Just a foot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they measure in feet up there, John. Feet, yeah. yeah. The weatherman was just... Uh, in my car was saying, you know, it's going to be a balmy 38 tomorrow. They're expecting a heat wave. So oh, that's what we get to look forward to. I once <laughs> saw a comedian who lived in Los Angeles, but she said her family lived in Minnesota. And she went home for family reunion. 
And she said, and, and I learned to respect my family at that family reunion because I learned that my ancestors came from Scandinavia and they crossed the ocean and they didn't stop when they got to New York. They continued moving west and they crossed over mountains and lakes and streams and they didn't stop till they got to a place that was just as miserable as the place they left. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So uh, how come you don't you know you don't you don't do the snowbird thing, man? Well, I I hate to say it, but I usually blame my wife for this because <laughs> I have a wife and a house. Oh, <laughs> and the house is not on wheels. I take it. <laughs> no, no. Although well, I did just take a road trip uh, for a couple of weeks, and we went out west, and I was like, you know what? I think an RV in the fall for a little trip would be uh, in order. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll see, but. No, I, I stay here, and, and now with technology, we can hit balls with TrackMan and stuff right. and actually do the same stuff we do in the summer. But uh, it would be nice to be a little younger and have a little more freedom and, and yeah. go south for the winter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you ask me that all the time, John. Why don't you do that? Because uh, you got that same problem, that whole the family and wife and house, house thing. thing. Yeah, I know. It, it does become kind of anchorish, doesn't it? Huh? You know, Eric's got, got this really cool thing that he teaches uh, mm-hmm. with inside. and Well, he uses it outside too, but he's got this really cool thing that he created. And, you know, he showed it to me at one point, and, and I had to buy two of them because <laughs> they were awesome. Okay. And, you know, he's got this this really cool tool that actually puts people's golf swings right where they need to be and they're adjustable for, per person and all that stuff. It's a really cool thing. It's it's called the Chili Whacker. And, John, you've seen me. As a matter of fact, I used it in, in one of the videos that we did mm-hmm. uh, for uh, promoting the show at one point. But, Eric, why don't you talk a little bit about that thing because that's a good little idea that you that you came up with there. Well, it, it all came up because I taught for a few years with ESPN Golf Schools, and the lead instructor was Hank Haney at the time. And anybody that knows Hank Haney knows that he was a swing plane guy. And this was back in like 2006 through 2009. We were all taught to teach like Hank, and that was swing plane based. What we were always doing with video was drawing a line from the shoulder plane to the ball and then your belt buckle to the ball and teaching people how to swing through there. You know, I laugh at how we used to take video and then drive the cart up, plug it into your computer and your tower, and then put their swing next to a tour player. And uh, and it was really inefficient. But I found that it was really hard to get people to know where that little triangle was on a video screen. So later on... When I started horsing around with TrackMan, I started putting things in the way of people's club. What I found, and it was just by pure accident, because I tell everybody I'm not the brightest ball. I'm just trying to make things easy. We found that when you put a piece of foam or an external cue, you can change someone's path of their club dramatically really fast. And so uh, I ended up making this thing for myself because I was always, I'm a short guy and I get stuck with hooks and blocks and so I had this hooking problem and I never knew how far under plane I was until I finally had something in the way and started beating it up with my golf club. Long story short, we got these pieces of foam, we put them on an adjustable tripod, patented it. And, and all it really is, if I dumb it down, is just how to show someone where the shoulder plane and the initial plane is so that the golfer can see it. You know, I think as golf pros, we talk about all the minutiae and all these things that people don't understand. We talk right over their head with the chili whacker. I just say, hey, man, just swing between those foam noodles. And uh, I don't think I can make it much easier than that. 
so that's that's kind of how this thing came to be. I don't know if that was long winded or not, but no, that's what the chili whackers all about is simplifying this because it's hard, you know. Yeah, and it's basically just pool noodles on a tripod, like you said. I mean, yep. Jeff, Jeff was playing all kinds of games with it when we had it. it. It comes with this this tripod that that actually is the first tripod I actually ever saw where the legs can actually splay out way out, and you can lower it. You can take one of the noodles and swing underneath it, or you can swing coming from more from the inside. You can make anybody adjust their club path in in many many ways with this with this great tool so what i did is i bought two of them and then i used a different tripod and i took the the head that he had on on one of the tripods that he sent me and i put it on a tripod that was extra tall and so i would get the club to pass through the ones that are about waist high Mm -hmm. and then i would get them to pass through ones that are way up at the top of the swing because i had you know two different heights and man that was cool there's all kinds of things you can do with these things with just a a tinge of creativity. So you can basically then, show somebody the right swing path if they want to learn how to uh, fade or, or draw the ball? Yeah, absolutely. You can force someone to do it where they almost don't have a choice unless they <laughs> blow the bumpers up. <laughs> yeah, you break well, it, you, you buy it, so be careful. Right. You know what's interesting is that Eric is working on this, on, on people and how they do this, and he used the word external, meaning it's outside the thought of the body and arms and all these mm-hmm. things. Like you're not trying to make your hands go here and your this go there based on your thought pattern and your feel. You're just trying to swing through these external gates. All of a sudden, he's working on intent because we move, and that's one of the reasons that we swing the way we swing is certainly our physical structure is is one thing, right? Eric said he's kind of a short guy. I'm not real tall myself. John, you're, um, well, anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> um, we can intend to move a club in a certain way, and by gosh, we do it, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's what these things do is they give us a path and say, we got to go through here, go through this plane right here, and go through these places. And your brain goes, yeah, okay, I can make that happen. And then all of a sudden, you get this feel. And all of a sudden, you're talking about going, ooh, mm-hmm. now I got some extra feedback here. So mm-hmm. this thing is great for external feedback. But it's also great for then the internal feedback of what that feels like. Yeah. It's crazy. Like you guys are saying, you, you can't really talk to the average recreational golfer in golfies and communicate effectively because we haven't the slightest idea what you're talking about. But when you can set up something like the Chili Whacker and just say, don't hit this. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, oh, well, that's easy. And then, like Jeff said, suddenly you feel what it's supposed to feel like when you do it right. And also, you know, you were talking about performance anxiety, which I think we should jump into a little bit more in depth. First off, a lot of us are scared to stand in front of a guy like you and swing a golf club. You know, I keep telling Jeff, a lot of guys don't take lessons for the same reason we don't go to a gym. We're not in good enough shape to be seen in a gym. And a lot of us are, don't feel comfortable enough with our golf game to actually do it in front of somebody as good as a PGA golf teacher. Well, John, I can tell you that if, if you were to come and you had that feeling uh, of standing in front of me, uh, I can tell you that I, I look at you and I feel the same way. So I back up a little. <laughs> <laughs> see see it's that stuff right there <laughs> that keeps so many of us at home <laughs> i find that uh, uh the way when i get a guy that comes to me for a golf lesson who's never done it you know and it's usually let's just say a guy in his 40s or 50s mm-hmm. i'll say hey listen i can tell that you're freaked out to be here and just so you know, when I get lost, I don't pull over for directions. And now with cell phones, I can usually find my way out. Uh-huh. But but I get why you've never taken a lesson. And then to really calm them down, I'll go, look, 
you're going to hit 15 to 20 balls and the record, the worst I've ever seen is 22 cuts without contact. So you aren't going to freak me out, man. Like, good luck. I've seen it all. And they'll look at me like, really? And I'm like, yeah, 22. So you hosel a couple, don't worry about it. You know, okay. just have some fun and relax. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of it when you start the lesson. Yeah, it is. Also, when, when you can do what you guys do and actually communicate like a fellow human being, not, you know, one superior to one inferior, <laughs> you know, um, it, it becomes a, a lot less um, intimidating. Once the in- intimidation factor is gone, then it becomes easier. But again, that intimidation factor continues when we don't want to watch ourselves swing. Don't videotape me swinging and make me watch it. No, just tell me how to do it right, okay? Because <laughs> I, I don't want to see that stuff. You know, I don't. I don't want to. Especially, don't compare me to to you know Justin Thomas's swing. I don't. I don't want that. I just want to learn how to hit the ball better. And and that's why external stuff like this works so much better for us because it is less intimidating and we don't embarrass ourselves and we actually come back. Yeah, it's true. And as a teacher, I mean. We don't want to make it complicated. We don't want to talk over people's heads. I mean, I, I just want to get people better. So I'm trying to simplify it and make it easy. And then once people get good and or better and they achieve their goals, say if it's breaking 100 and then the guys in the 90s, you know, then you can take it to the moon if you want. But you got to simplify this and keep it fun and easy or, you know, it scares people off. It certainly does. Uh, when we come right back, let's talk uh, some more training, teaching, learning, however you want to look at it or from whatever side of the ball you want to look at it. As uh, we're talking uh, here with two of the best golf instructors in the world, Eric uh, Childs and Jeff Smith on those weekend golf guys. Hang out. We'll be right back. We're talking about golf and how to get better and that the football season is still here. And to celebrate this year's football playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new players a chance to bet on any of this weekend's professional football games at 100 to 1 odds. 100 to 1 odds. You do the math. You bet $1 on any football game this weekend, and if your team wins, you cash $100. Yeah, we're excited about football, but don't forget the uh, 2021 NBA season's tipped off, and the NHL's about to start, which has got Eric all excited. And golf, the Masters is coming up in the springtime and then all year long, and DraftKings is there with everything you need. And they're safe, they're secure, they're reliable, and they make it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code WEEKEND when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any football game this weekend. That's code WEEKEND for new players to get a shot at $100 on any football action this weekend for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And do it now. We'll be right back. This episode of Those Weekend Golf Guys is sponsored by Blue Chew, and we thank them for that. Hey, guys, I want you to think back to the days when you were always ready to go. You were out there. You were playing with stiff shafts every day, and you had absolutely no problem with your performance. Are you still talking about golf? I don't know. Are we? You can increase your performance, and you can get that extra confidence in bed right now with BlueChew.com. That is blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. 
You can take them at any time, too, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at a pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. You visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code GOLF. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code GOLF, to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please, be sure to use the promo code GOLF at BlueChew.com. Your first shipment is free, just $5 for shipping, when you go to BLUEQ.com, promo code GOLF. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 844-606-8411. That's 844-606-8411. And we're back, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, along with Eric Childs. And Jeff and Eric are both uh, of the same ilk. Love that word. Jeff loves it, so I use it as often as I possibly can. They are use it at least once a show. great golf instructors. I get the impression that don't have anything carved in stone. Basically, you can look at somebody and know that you're going to have to do something different with this guy than you did with the last guy, even to teach him to, to accomplish the same thing. Because there is no one way to do this, is there, guys? No, yeah, there I couldn't really agree isn't. more. Go ahead, Jeff. There sorry. There really isn't. You know, you take a look at so many people that come to us, Eric, and, you know, you're not sure which way you're going to go about it until you kind of get into the lesson itself and figure out how they're responding to things. You might even say something along the lines of, let's take all the change out of one pocket and put it into the other. <laughs> you know, you've heard that before, right? Maybe you'd even say, hey, let's trim a little bit of the mustache on the left side and make that a little bit, so you're a bit more balanced out, right? Let's do something like that. You don't know how you're going to go about it. I, I know I don't. Okay. You know, Eric... You know, you've seen so many players come to you. How do you make that distinction between, you know, how can you sense? Like earlier we were talking a little bit about whether there's a little bit of uh, performance anxiety that's causing the problem, right? Maybe it's a physical thing that's causing the problem. How do you go about, um, say, determining what's going on there? Sure. Uh, I think it's really funny. The older I get and the better, the better I get at this. And I've now been teaching for what, 25, 26 years. It's usually the cart ride down to the range when I'm asking questions. So I, I, I feel like a, a shrink. I ask some open-ended questions, <laughs> right? And I'm like, here's my three questions. Why are you here? What do you know? And what do, what do you want to accomplish today? And I look at every golfer as a Rubik's cube. And then, uh, and so I don't know what we're going to do because the Rubik's cube could be in any different, different way. Uh, now, sadly, I've never actually solved the Rubik's cube, <laughs> but, but when it comes to people's golf swings, that's kind of how I look at it. 
So I bring them down, I have them hit some shots, and then I, I just say, hey, you know, what is it that you want? And there's usually an 80% chance that somebody's got a big slice. And so a lot of that time is, you know, you're shallowing them out, you're strengthening grips, you're getting their path more rightward, or in my case, I'm saying swing under or below that top noodle of the chili whacker. Uh, if I got the tour players or the guys that are playing for a living, they're usually stuck. And so I'm going to, you know, you're neutralizing things. You're getting them to swing leftward and swinging over the bottom noodle on my training aid. Right. So, um, I mean, again, I'm always trying to simplify, but I leave it up to them to tell me what they want. And, and then we go from there. And, and as soon as you let the student know that they're the boss, like I work for you, I just want to help. Uh, I think that that also makes it a lot more fun and easy for people. Can so. I jump in here first off? And, and before we go any further, can we get a picture of the Chili Whacker to put up on the Facebook page so people listening know what we're talking about? Sure. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Cool. We will do well, that. Let's just put a link up there too, right? Yeah, because definitely. We're just going to put a picture up there. Why don't we put Eric doing a little video on that thing? Okay. Because I'm sure he's got one on his on his website that he puts. Why don't we put a link to that thing? So not only can okay, people sure. see what this thing is and how he uses it, but there's a, a video there and you know take it right to his site. Yeah, we'll do that. So go to uh, golf guys, facebook.com slash golf guys, and uh, this chili whacker thing will become apparent because it is it is – basically useful for any change you need to make in your golf swing. Um, Eric, now when, when guys come mo- most, I would think uh, of the recreational golfers, they come to you and they want, they want to hit it farther off the tee. The, sure. Do you ever have to talk to somebody and counsel them and say, listen, do you really want to just hit it farther or do you want to score better? <laughs> because you should start at the oh, other yeah. end if you want to score better. And here's what we should yeah. do. Yeah, that's uh, that actually uh, the guys that that play for money or kids that are playing, you know, D one, two, three college, mm-hmm. junior college players. They usually show up if they've never had a lesson with me. I'm like, why? You know, why are you here? What do you know? What are you trying to accomplish? And they're like, well, I, I'm trying to get two point five shots better. And then I take them to the putting green or the chipping <laughs> green. And they're like, what are we doing? And I'm like, well, we're not going to go smash drivers because I already know you can hit it three twenty five. Yeah. And uh, versus the player who, you know, has the open face over the top, you know, textbook wipe. Right. And, and, you know, that guy says, hey, man, I'd love to break 100 and hit a driver 230. And I only hit it, say, 200. And they're going 94 miles an hour, which is plenty to get it out there to 235 if they could square it up. So it really depends on their goals. If they're looking for lower scores, that's you know, that's short game. That's a hundred and under. And if they're looking to hit the ball better and farther, it's typically, you know, yeah. squaring the face up and getting the path better. Yeah. I had a guy once ask me, what, what was the favorite club I had in my bag? And I, I gave the wrong answer because he told me that if your answer is not your putter, your putter, yeah. <laughs> you've got a problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And I ask all my kids, and I'll bet Jeff does too, my joke with my little junior golfers, and I do it in front of people on the putting green, I'll go, hey, who's the best putter in the world? And if that little kid doesn't look at me and, and look me straight in the face and go, me, <laughs> then, then I go, all right, well. Time to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, got about 30 right. of them. And, and it's funny, they're 12 years old, and they'll mop the floor with all these older guys out on our putting green. Yeah. So 
That's fun to watch. <laughs> Unless you're one of the you know, older guys. And then you yeah. want to take a butter upside <laughs> the head of one of the 12-year-olds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that wouldn't be good. You were going to say something, Jeff. You I'm know, sorry. I, I was, but, you know, here's the thing. It, you know, when we get these students that come to us and they say, well, this is what I want. I'll say, okay. So let's say that they want more of this, and they always think that it's got something to do with their golf swing. And I'll say, all right, I'll go with you on that for a minute. It may. But what if your club face doesn't, say, square up and face the same direction you're swinging it when you hit the ball? What's going to happen? He goes, well, it's going to curve all over the place. I'm like, yeah. I said, it's even not even going to go as far because it's a glancing blow to the golf ball, right? And you go, oh, yeah, sure. So I start working with them on getting their face-to-path relationship really tight, meaning it's, John, it's facing the same direction it's moving, mm-hmm. right? Impact, and all of a sudden, they're like, boy, I've not hit a ball that solid in a while. And all of a sudden, their questions about distance start to go away because they finally are striking it cleanly and solidly, right? Yeah. So they score better because their balls aren't curving so much. And then all of a sudden, you made their game better just because the strike got a little cleaner and a little, little yeah. more square. But, you know, when they come, they answer all these other questions, like Eric, he's asking questions. What is it? What's the big deal? Right? Why are you here? But what if they say something like, man, I'm good on the range. I'm pretty good on the golf course. But I'm not so good in competition. Now, all of a sudden, we got to really talk about how to increase the, the level of feedback in practice and create practice so there's pressure in practice. So they get used to that kind of pressure and put that on themselves so that transfers into that situation on the golf course. So you can work at it in many different ways, but when a guy tells you that he's not performing well under pressure, you now have to make pressure his friend. He's got a, Pressure can't be foreign to him because as soon as it's foreign, everybody cracks under pressure. Eric mentioned it earlier. It was the biggest tournament that he'd played in, mm-hmm. and he came out playing like a dog, yeah. right? Okay, so why was that? Well, it was a bigger event to him than he was prepared to play in, right? So we got to take our players and go, okay, how do we prepare them for their big event? Now imagine, John, you're a kid again, mm-hmm. back in the, <laughs> I know, that. Back, back in the time. I remember back yeah. that far. Troglodytes. But try to imagine yourself as a kid in the driveway with a basketball. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and what's always happening? It's always that kid that's practicing that turnaround fadeaway shot for the, for the big win, right? It's always for the championship game. At the game. buzzer, it's, never yep. to, it's always that, right? They're always practicing for the scenario that gets them over the hump, that gets them the big win. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to do that as golf coaches to prepare people to get to that big moment so they're ready for it because they trained themselves to do it. So we got to do that too. So when, when we're asking people in our, in our interview with them as we, as we talk, how do we get them to where they want to go? There's, there's a lot of that and figuring out how do we get them over that performance anxiety? How do yeah. we get them there? Well, that performance anxiety you know. and that pressure doesn't have to be a big event either. It could be, playing with someone they don't know well that's a big event yeah right yeah to you john i remember we talked about this for years you used to have this this thing this uh let's call it a phobia mm-hmm. right of playing with people that you just did not know right and and that 
manifested itself in, in performance anxiety, mm -hmm. right? Because you were trying to effectively though, prove that you could be a good player to somebody you've never even met before in your life, whether right. they were good players or not. Right. You were just trying to impress somebody else. Yeah. It's the and same, the same scenario. I mean, the, the, the scenario that all of us probably fear the most is you're in a twosome and the foursome in front of you is slow and you catch them on the tee and they go, why don't you guys just play through? And they sit there and watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> here comes the worst drive of the round. <laughs> you know, and they're going to sit there and look at you and go, oh, geez. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. What did we do? <laughs> you know, they get the face palm. They're looking at each other going, really? Yeah. Thanks, John. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, that's another scenario you can prepare people for. So how did you overcome your performance anxiety, Eric? <laughs> I, uh, well, I can't tell you all of it. But, uh, <laughs> there's, there's numerous ways. So, uh, uh, again, and I know you guys are pretty relaxed about this, so maybe I'll share more than I normally would with people. But the first thing was that I learned how to breathe and relax was number one. Okay. I, I didn't know how important breathing was and, and learned that later when, when I truly learned about anxiety and, and what that is and how it can overtake your body. Uh, and, and anxiety for anybody that doesn't know is if you're ever driving in a car in Minnesota and the roads are icy, and you pull up to a stoplight and you're going a little too fast and you hit glare ice and your car is still sliding and you're hitting the brake and you're not stopping. Well, that's the feeling of, of anxiety, right? I mean, it's awful. Yeah. So, uh, you breathe, you relax yourself, you can tense your muscles and let go. But, uh, from there, if you guys really want to, <laughs> if you want to take it to the moon, uh, I know a lot of people that shotgun beers before they play, uh -huh. and that, that's how they're dealing with their anxiety. Uh -huh. Now, I'm not saying it's right. That's a slippery slope, but uh, there's a lot of ways to to naturally do it, and there's a lot of ways to do Chem it in a lazy way. A little chemically so, induced. Think, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> tell people too much, right? I mean, I want to keep it professional. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, but the other thing, too, is is breathing exercises and then just pure confidence yeah. Which going back to what Jeff's saying is playing games, putting for money, chipping for dollars, and and getting yourself to trust that you are good, so that you don't uh, second guess yourself. Yeah. Because the kid that I want to play when we're putting, you know, I want a kid that's like, watch this. Yeah. When I hear a kid say, watch this, that's that's what I want to hear. Yeah. I don't want to see a kid scared to three putt. Right. So uh, right. hopefully that answers that. It certainly does. And, 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 you know, Jeff has mentioned on multiple occasions also of, of pushing yourself, even just go out to play and, and just play two balls and, you know, tell yourself sure. this is what you're going to do. And, sure. you know, have some sort of a punishment or reward that you give yourself if, if it doesn't happen. But that's, you know, ways just to prepare yourself to do what you have to do when you have to do it. Uh, we've got more. Hang out. We'll be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. You know, they say golf is the only sport that old guys can still play. I don't know. Brady's 43. Drew Brees is, what, 40, 41? They're old guys. They're playing. 
Who do you think's got it? Go to DraftKings right now, America's top-rated sportsbook app, and open up a new account. And to celebrate this year's football playoffs, here's what DraftKings is doing. They're giving all new players the chance to bet on any of this weekend's professional football games at 100 to one odds. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any football game this weekend, and if your team wins, you cash $100. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code WEEKEND when you sign up to get 100 to one odds on any football game this weekend. That's code WEEKEND for new players to get a shot at $100 on any football action this weekend. It's for a limited time. It's only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And thanks for hanging and coming back. Those Weekend Golf Guys, I am John Ashton. We have spent some time with Jeff Smith, as we always do, and his buddy Eric Childs, who is, uh, again, one of the premier golf instructors in the country. And uh, hopefully you learned a little bit of something from just the conversation. It's fun just to sit down and talk to these guys, you know, pick their brains a little bit and stuff. But you do need to uh, check out, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys, and look at the link there to get to Eric's page with the uh, Chili Whacker. I have used it with Jeff in his studio. He has used it. It does help. It has helped me because I had many problems, Jeff, that that cured almost immediately. You know, it was really pretty funny because, Eric, you've probably tried to use this in, in different ways, and so have I. But I found the most fun for me was actually whacking. John. <laughs> when I did oh, yeah, it wrong, it's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it, it's got more more uses than what a lot of people really know. <laughs> it's a really versatile tool. It is very very versatile. And and again, where where are you, Eric? You're uh, at what course in Minnesota? I'm at a course called the Chaska Town Course. Okay. So we're in the same city where Hazeltine was across the street for the Ryder Cup. Oh, okay. So, but we're the the public municipal course where they're the private club right. in Chaska. Right. Well, Minnesota. we're we're on in, in Minneapolis, so hopefully some people locally are listening and they can come by and yeah. take a few a uh, few lessons from from Eric and uh, get the, uh, the the chili whacker. Give him a little shameless self from a promotion here. Come on, let yeah. Him, let him go. Go. Nice, man. nice. Yeah, we well we sell them on chiliwacker.com. We get one sixty four ninety nine, so one sixty five plus shipping, uh, and we ship uh, two three day. But if you also, if anybody wants to see, we have a YouTube channel under Chili Wacker, and then we're just creating a Chili Wacker golf page for Instagram too, which has some of those videos. Uh, shortened. If everybody just wants to check that out, mm-hmm. uh, Chili Whacker Golf on Instagram is is pretty much going to be where I put a lot of stuff. Fantastic. Yeah, I think we're going to have to link our link our stuff to you. Definitely, or your stuff to us. Whatever way that works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah we're 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 dealing with Instagram. Somebody's oh, yeah. going to learn how to do it. I'm not sure who. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just threw that my way. Did you hear that? <laughs> Somebody's got to do that. <laughs> but in the interim, until we can figure out Instagram, we know the web. Find us on the website, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. You can always check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash golfguys. And at Twitter, we are at WKND Golf Guys. So, Eric, great to meet you, man. Uh, Chiliwacker.com. Check it out. See what how it works. Thanks for sharing your expertise with us. And the rest of you glean a little information from this conversation and then, hey, go out and play some golf. 